The spotlight worldwide is shining very brightly right now on leadership. And over the past few years, in particular, we've globally been witness to some good and not so good leadership. From COVID-19 and lockdowns to natural disasters and the current war with Russia, leadership on all levels has really been amplified as nations, community, businesses, families, and individuals. We've had a lot to deal with and a lot to overcome. Some of us have thrived while others have only just survived. So what's the secret leadership ingredients that we all need? Is it resilience, tenacity, and humility, or all of the above? Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Property Management Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Now, in this episode, I want to dive into leadership because let's face it, there's leadership and then there's leadership in property management. Property management is fraught with a whole new layer of leadership issues, stress, conflict, workload, and well, I'm going to say it, chaos. Now, I'm super excited to chat with my guest this week. Ron Jellick has been both my business and personal coach and mentor for almost a decade, give or take. Now, he's helped me with my business and me personally overcome some pretty dark and tough days, as well as being there to celebrate some of the massive wins along the way as well. Now, as a leader, he not only talks the talk, but he's walked the walk as well. Having spent a large portion of his life in insurance sales, he was also one of the founders of financial company Storm Financial. He's personally experienced the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in business. He now shares his journey, passion, and huge heart with others, mainly in the real estate space, guiding, mentoring, and teaching others not to just succeed, but to excel in both their lives and their businesses, to help them become great people, to live by their beliefs, to serve others, and to lead with heart. So let's dive into the interview. Thank you for joining me on the Property Management Podcast, Ron. Now, you have an extensive business background in insurance, but let's start with how you got started in the real estate coaching and mentoring space. Thank you, Kylie. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the chat over the next few minutes with you. You know, I stumbled across the high-performance personal development space really back in the 80s when I got into sales, and uh, it was a passion of mine. I was totally intrigued by why some people did exceptionally well, some people did okay, and some people floundered. And, uh, you know, as I aged, you know, you get to know a lot of people, you form a lot of good relationships and where possible, you lend a hand and try to help people do better in life generally. 
which an, an extension of that is doing well with your career, whether it's real estate or otherwise. So it's, it's been a natural evolution, I think, and it's something I'm very passionate about. It's also something I'm very fortunate to be able to do. And you've actually been part of our coaching team and our real estate business, I think, property for a long time, and you've done a lot of uh, personal development and coaching work with myself as well. So it's such a big topic, this leadership, but there's some fairly basic principles around it. Can you break down, in your own words, um, leadership for us? Well, right now, I would think it's probably the most discussed topic in the world, right? So whether we're talking pandemics, whether we're talking, you know, global wars or conflicts, whether we're talking um, US politics or Australian politics, I think business, sales, global issues, leadership is the hottest topic on the planet today. And I think it could be broken down into many people are good leaders Many people are very accomplished leaders, but I think what you're really asking me to do, you know, leadership with a heart, is what differentiates the great leaders from the rest? I I sense that's where you're probing. And by the way, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging on to the coattails of the Walker real estate world for the last five to ten years. It's been quite a while now, and it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah. Like you said, there is leadership and there's different styles of leadership and then there's leading with heart. And do you think somebody who who leads with heart is a better leader, is a a stronger leader? And when I'm saying leading with heart, I'm talking about somebody who leads with empathy and compassion and um, emotional intelligence. Again, you know, I think it depends on, on on the industry on the task at hand, on the challenge. You know, you can have leaders who are perhaps in the military where there's only one mission to be accomplished, where you can put a lot of noses out of joint and have people never talk to you again, yet still have done a great job. Those people may never talk to you again, but in that specific little project, you know, it it could be considered a success. But I think there are several factors, leading with heart, leading with passion, leading with empathy that lead to consistently superior results in my view. And I I think, you know, that's something that I've tried to understand more and practice and pass on to others wherever I could. So what are some of the, the, the essential leadership skills that you need in this industry? To go to that great level, you know, to go from good to accomplished to very good to really being at the top of your game, in my view at least, I think it starts with looking in the mirror and having a good understanding of self. You know, I don't think you can lead other people unless you've got a very good grip on where your core centre, where your moral centre of gravity lies, your personality style, you're profiling the, your own personality, your leadership style, and get and truly understanding that what what makes you tick. Once you have a good grip of that, I think it then allows you to share and understand the group of people that you want 
to follow you and treat them accordingly. Treat them according to their personality and um, leadership styles. That's the first thing, understanding self. I think the second one is having clarity around where we want to go and and getting people to buy into the next destination. I like to call them base camps. You could call them goals. You could call them, you know, the end results, you know, whatever the term is. And you can share that with people via your knowledge system, which is effective because knowledge is not that difficult to absorb or obtain. But if you actually share the destination through your belief system and what you deeply believe in and then get people to buy into your belief system, I think they'll follow you to the end of the world, Kylie. You know, so it's getting to know yourself first and then leading with your belief system as opposed through your knowledge system. I hope that makes some sense. Absolutely, it does. And I can totally um, attest to the value of getting to know yourself um, before trying to to lead anyone or getting anyone to follow you. Uh, I had absolutely zero emotional intelligence when I started a business uh, and I knew even less about myself. So um, leadership for me has been something I have been very passionate about and it has been a journey that I have had to learn and, and in a lot of ways, the hard way because I've lost a lot of really sure. great people in my business because I wasn't a great leader and I'm not I'm not too proud to admit that. Um, but let's talk about leadership in property management because it can be fraught with a few complications. Um, yes. There's a high level of stress. There's sure. large workloads. There's a lack of training and mentoring. Um, yep. What is some of the best advice you would give someone in this industry wanting to improve their leadership skills or in property management, I mean? Yeah. Well, frankly, I don't think there's that much difference between, say, a property management challenge in the leadership space or any other small business, business-related sales service-related industry. I truly think it's about serving other people, you know, so knowing yourself first, getting to know the people that are in your world that matter, taking them on a journey, a destination through your core beliefs, and then and then truly serving the people, you know, as a leader, you're the servant and the provider of guidance, empathy, advice, shoulder to cry on. You serve many roles as a leader in within any group, including property management. So you are the servant as the leader in a property management organisation of the people within that group and you serve them the, the deliverables, which is often emotional support, which is self-belief, which is technical training. There's a whole range of things that, that they require, particularly in a high-stress situation, that the leader needs to provide. So serving others, as a, I think, is one of the traits of great leadership. And as individuals, we tend to probably get satisfaction out of personal accomplishments and we feel good and get an adrenaline rush and, you know, all the gushy, warm feelings about doing something well for ourselves. But great leaders, I believe, 
get a sense of self-satisfaction or more self-satisfaction out of seeing their team members do well. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I listened to another podcast recently and it was a couple of sports coaches on there and they said, one of the coaches, his philosophy was that the, the coaches are there to serve the players, not the other way around. Absolutely. And that is exactly what you're just saying then, that the, the, the leaders in a business are there to serve their team, meet their needs, and that is really powerful stuff. Um, if you can get out of that mentality that they're working for me, they're actually working with you. They're working with you and you're in fact working for them. What do you need to do your job well as a leader? What can I serve you? You know, you're the servant, which is really difficult to conceptualise, but it's very powerful and it's very true. And do you think that's probably something that a lot of us, you know, a lot of us lack? We just lack that. And it comes down to a little bit of empathy as well, doesn't it? We we lack being able to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes. Yes, absolutely. We we have been trained with the top-down approach, you know, the dictatorial finger-pointing, here are your tasks, this is what you must do, you must report back into me, uh, as opposed to reversing it where what can I do, how can I make you perform better as a servant? You are literally, a great leader is really a servant of the people that are following him. And and, and the people that are following actually feel that. If it's authentic, they will follow you to the end of the earth. If it's done on your belief system, there's a high level of empathy and you know you're there, you're getting a kick out of their accomplishments and the group accomplishments as opposed to it's all about me, me, me. And that's probably one of the biggest shifts in leadership, I, I would imagine, over the last maybe, yeah. I don't know, 10 years. I mean, you've been I in a business a long, a long, long, uh, yeah. not to say how old you are, Ron, but you've been in business <laughs> a very long time. Yes, that's true. Yeah, and I think, I, I really think uh, a special kind of person gets a kick a bigger kick out of seeing someone else do well or the group do well more than their self. I mean, they win as well, right? So it's not it's not all about the others. You know, you win by ensuring the collective group does well and the individuals in that collective group win and as a natural consequence, you as a leader must win. Absolutely, very true. So if somebody is listening now, and they want to brush up on their leadership skills, what is a couple of things that they could do right now, straight after listening to this episode, to help improve their leadership skills? Now, Jim Collins wrote a fantastic book called Good to Great, and he talked about the five levels of leadership. Um, And again, I think this is really difficult to absorb consistently into your life. And the two qualities, two qualities that... Collins refers to are tenacity, okay? So having the tenacious ability to deal with bottlenecks and roadblocks and not give up, okay? So that's the first thing I would do because our lives daily are filled with roadblocks and bottlenecks. Too often, you know, we tend to just say this is too hard. So tenacity is one of the key ingredients, I think, of 
level five, high level, great leadership. The other one, the other one that I really love, and it takes a long time again to accept this, is humility. So ego stays out, humility kicks in, you stay under the radar, you do not big note, you give credit to others when success is amidst our world and you take responsibility when the shit hits the fan, pardon the expression. So there's a couple of other things I want to touch on, but it's certainly humility and it's tenacity, the resilient ability to say we're going to have roadblocks, we're going to have bottlenecks, and we're going to get through them. We're not going to give up. So that's, that's one little bit of advice. The other one is the world is a better place with great leaders, high-level, top-level leaders, who every single waking moment they should be identifying, nurturing, and recruiting talent. And I, I want to leave you with that message because if we have good people who spend their existence over a lifetime identifying talent, recruiting talent, and then polishing it up to make them better people, whether it's in their home, their sporting life, um, their hobbies, or their career, or their business, if we just concentrated on those three things, imagine what a great place the world would be. Absolutely. And those three things are so relevant for the property management industry in particular. The crap does hit the fan every day, almost daily, and you do have to be resilient. You do have to be tenacious. And, of course, you know, when you are in conflict situations, that's where that humility comes into play as well because, you know, you can't – conflict is not about you. Um, when you are in those situations, it's it's about the situation So or the other person. So um, that is brilliant advice. I just want to share with you how much I admire people that work in your industry, in the property management space, because it is a constant barrage of principals, managers, BDMs, tradies, floods, landlords, tenants, and it's a never-ending, vicious juggling act trying to make it all work. So it's complex, it's difficult, it's challenging, And anyone that can succeed and do well and enjoy that space deserves every accolade. Absolutely. And and leadership in particular, adding that extra layer from the day-to-day work, adding that leadership role in there as well, and that's a whole new level of leadership issues. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's a lifelong journey, Kyle. It's It's not something that you can read in one book or pick up in a podcast. I think you know, I was fortunate enough to to start going to international conferences in 1981, you know, and, and I'm still going. So the journey never ends about trying to be better in that space. It is, it is such an important, relevant topic to live well. Absolutely, Ron, and that's great advice to leave us with. It's a lifelong journey, leadership. So where can our listeners connect with you? I think they should connect with me via you, Kyle. We've been working together for, I'm going to say, almost a decade. I'm very proud of the relationship we have. I'm proud of the success you guys are having. And um, 
I'm kind of hanging off your coattails and enjoying the ride. So if anyone needs to bounce some ideas or ask some questions, I'm not hard to get a hold of via Kylie Walker. So, And Ron's also, you've got a business called the Leadership Lounge as well. It's a coaching and mentoring platform yep. as well. So I will share the links to that in the show notes as well. Thank you so much, Ron, for your wise words and wisdom on leadership. Very grateful for having you on the the show. My absolute pleasure. Catch up soon. Hey there, I know your time is valuable, so thank you for spending it here. Now, if you are someone who is serious about growing your property management business and you'd like to learn the systems that I've put in place inside my own business that consistently brings in five to 15 new management leads every single week without me having to do anything, then go to the show notes and click on the link to get on the waiting list for the growth school and you'll get notified when it launches. Until next time, my friend, 